The United States Preventative Services Task Force has some recommendations about childhood obesity, proving none of them were ever fat kids, and impeach who? And today, screen time, I watched Royal Hotel and Jules. Should you? Hmm. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. So very glad you are joining me on this. There's only two more Fridays left in this year, honey. And then 2023 be gone. She gone. Uh, All right. What's going on in the world? A lot. I'm baking cookies. It smells delicious in here. Peanut butter cookies. Oh, my God. They're so good. And if you ever made homemade peanut butter, you'd know why peanut butter has so many calories in it. It's because it takes like two pounds of peanut butter to make one pound. There's just so many peanuts in a jar of peanut butter. A lot of calories. Just a lot of calories. Especially when you put butter and brown sugar, regular sugar, some flour, baking soda, baking powder, salt, splash of vanilla, one egg substitute. I use just egg. Oh, my God. So good. Uh, and I, I listened to Christmas carols while doing it, and they even played Tennessee Ernie Ford. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Oh, night. No. Oh, yeah, he got that voice. So uh, I was singing. I was singing like that in the kitchen. Yes, I was. Uh, I hope you're having a holiday season. Holiday! Madonna starting three hours late on her U.S. world tour. Three hours! I would not sit and wait three hours for Madonna. I won't sit and wait three hours for anybody. If I buy a ticket to Madonna and she ain't on within the first hour of the time, I'm asking for a refund, honey. Going home. Damn bitch making people wait three hours. That's so rude. That is just so effing rude to do to your audience. Three hours. I don't care. Unless she was on live support getting a transfusion. She's probably backstage getting a transfusion. (laughs) Yeah, I know of what, too. I've seen her boyfriend. Uh, Anyway, so there's this United States Preventative Task Force, and they're making recommendations about childhood obesity. Now, I can tell you about some childhood obesity, child, because you know what? I was a fat kid. Oh, Lordy Lord, was I a fat kid. Yes, I had the word husky right across my ass. And and just in case I ever uh, said, did I say ask? I meant ass. Just in case I ever forgot I was a fat kid. Like if I ever felt like I might be thin and cute, all I had to do was look at my clothes and realize, nope, you still husky. Because that's what they call. See, they had euphemisms for fat kid. Oh, he's just big boned. Honey. My bones would have had to been the size of a Tyrannosaurus. He just big boned. Mm-hmm, yeah. No, he husky. Husky. No, I was not husky. I was fat, child. Oh, Lord, was I fat. I was a big one. I was a biggie all the way until I was 55 because fat children often make fat adults. Just look at their parents. And so this task force is making recommendations for childhood obesity. That's the other thing. I saw another story in the news about eating right over the holiday. It says... If you don't want to gain weight over the holiday, this 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 headline just I was just like, who wrote this? You know, like, are there any actual journalists working? It said to avoid holiday weight gain, make healthier holiday meals. <gasps> You're kidding! Oh my God, you might be onto something there. You mean if I don't put all the garbage in, I won't turn into garbage? Well, who knew? But Americans are so stupid. You got to tell them, if you don't want to get fat over the holiday, don't make fattening food. 
Uh, so they're telling us now that children as young as six years old should receive counseling for obesity. Counseling for obesity. Now, I remember when you were in school and people got called down to the counselor's office. Y'all looked at them like, mm-hmm. Can you imagine calling a first or second grader into the office to be counseled about their fat? Now, is there anything, anything that anyone at my school, a counselor, a teacher could have told me that would have made me not want to be, not be fat? Hell no. Hell to the no. First of all, at my school at break every day, I had a Bama pecan pie. It's a mini pecan pie. I currently have a mini pie maker now. Makes the pies the exact same size as the Bama's. I had a Bama pecan pie, which is like probably 350, 400 calories, and a 64-ounce Coke. And who gave it to me? The school. Not some crack dealer on the corner where I had to leave school campus at nine years old to go get my pecan pie and my sugary sweet. Hell to the no. Got it right there at the school cafeteria. And then for lunch, honey, all the lunches, the pizzas, the burgers, the cookies, the fried foods. Oh, yes, the lunches. Lordy be. And now in many schools, you don't even have cooks. You got like Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. I am not making that up. Many schools across the land now serve Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, Burger King, right there, right there on premises. And they're going to counsel these kids about how not to be fat. First of all, don't be dragging the kids in there. Be dragging their fat-ass parents in there. Get the tubalards that birthed these children in there. And ask them, what the hell are you feeding your kids? And they'd be like, the same thing I'm feeding myself. Well, that's obvious. Fat is as fat does. Now, if you got fat kids, it's usually because the parents don't know how to feed the kid. Let's be real. Up until the kid is like teenage years, the parents are responsible for everything that kid eats, as well as the school. So you got schools responsible and parents responsible, but you want to counsel the children. You want to tell the children how to be healthy. Now, I am all, believe me, I am all for counseling kids on how to eat right. And showing them and teaching them how to cook. I feel it should be a class that everybody takes. How to eat and how to cook. Okay? But if you ain't going to teach them to do it plant-based, then you might as well fucking forget it, okay? Second of all, if the school is in charge of food they eat at school and their parents are in charge of food they eat at home, then whose fault is it that the kid is fat? You're trying to blame the child for being fat. This task force seems to think that a six-year-old makes decisions about what they're going to eat based on a vast wealth of knowledge and critical thinking, and that if they counsel this six or seven or eight-year-old, that they'll make better choices. I can see an eight-year-old telling mommy, Mommy, I should not have any box juice. Box juice is too high in calories. Please take it away from me. Mommy, I cannot have pancakes or cereal for breakfast. I need fresh fruit and oatmeal, Mommy. I, I can just see this happening now. And I can see Mom and Dad turning around and going, shut up and eat what you're given. Eat the McDonald's drive through I'm in a hurry on my way to work. It ain't a kid's fault if a kid's fat. It is 100% the parent's fault and the school's fault. And now they want to shift this responsibility down to the children. And again, I am all for educating the children. But counseling a six-year-old about obesity, 
You might as well just start giving them Ozempic shots. Like Oprah's on the shots. Oprah's on the shots. Oprah has announced she takes weight loss medication. The poor girl. All that money. All that money, all those private chefs, and she still can't shove, you know, stop shoveling bad stuff in her pie hole. She got to take a, a shot. Oprah, become a vegan. Eat X amount of calories per day and move, and you will lose weight. There is no magic formula. And if you don't tell kids you got to be plant-based, if you don't talk to kids about portion control and tell them to get rid of sodas, get rid of fruit juices, get rid of chips, Get rid, you know, if you don't tell them to do all that, as I got cookies, bacon, if you don't tell them to do all that, they're going to be fat kids. They're going to be fat adults. But the health industry and the meat and dairy industry, they want it that way. So how dare you, United States Preventative Task Force, how dare you come for the kids? You take your recommendations and you take them to the parents. You take them to the principals. Kenny G., paid for school lunches at his kid's school until his his kid graduated for every student there, and they were all vegan-based. Who is that chef, Jamie, uh, Jamie Oliver, Oliver Jamie, Jamie Oliver from Britain? He has been preaching plant-based lunches and breakfast and dinners for kids at school for years now. But you want to talk to the kid. The kid knows they're fat. You ain't telling that kid something they don't know. They got to deal with being fat 24-7. And if they could be not fat, they would. And you telling them what food they should and should not eat when they're not in control of buying the food. A kid does not buy their own food. They don't serve their own food at the school. It is totally left up to parents and to schools. So why the hell are you going to counsel kids about being obese? And they don't recommend it says. It says in the recommendations they don't talk about any kind of drug intervention. Like I said, Oprah's on the drugs. They don't, you know, and people, 15,000% increase. Broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. Oh my goodness, I just kept right on talking there, didn't I? But that's because I was a fat kid. And there was, you know, adults always tried to tell me, oh, you got to watch what you eat. You need to exercise more. It was real helpful, wasn't it? I stayed fat until I was 55, basically. Why? Because the American food system is fucked up. Because everywhere kids turn, all there are are bad alternatives. Where do kids go after school a lot of times? Liquor stores. On the way home. Mm -hmm. Walking home. Ice cream parlor. Ice cream truck. This. Liquor store. That. They go into a regular convenience store. They buy the chips. They buy the sodas. Why are those even available? Research out today says, oh, sugary beverages, so bad for America, fueling diabetes. Then why are they on the shelves? Why can you get Hostess Ding Dongs? I love the Ding Dongs. Oh, I used to love the Ding Dongs, those chocolatey coated little hockey pucks that they are. Ding Dong, baby. I used to eat the Ding Dongs and the snowballs. Snow globes, snowballs, whatever they were. I think the stuff that coated those snow globes or snowballs, I think that stuff was plastic. 
I really think they sprayed it like a paint sprayer and then put some plasticky-looking coconut on the outside. But I ate them. Yes, I did with a Coke or a Mountain Dew or a Pepsi or something. Why did a kid even have access to that? You won't sell a kid cigarettes. A kid cannot buy cigarettes, but they can buy ding-dongs and a Mountain Dew. So this task force is, like, useless, like everything else these do-gooders try to do. We got to educate the children about being thin. Yeah, you do. But you do it by making them go into classes and cook. You do that by showing them what real food is. You do it by shaming their parents into actually becoming vegans. And you start giving incentives to grocery stores and liquor stores for not carrying all this stuff. My God, at the grocery store, it's aisle after aisle of crap. There's a whole sports drink aisle. You're not even supposed to drink that shit. Soda on one side, flavored waters on the other. All of them, just a sugar. it's just the sugar aisle. And then there's the snack aisle with the candies and the treats and the chips. Both those aisles should be out of the store, honey. Shouldn't even be there. News story came out. If you don't want to gain weight over the holidays, eat healthier food. Well, fucking news flash there. If you eat a pound and a half of candied yams, two pounds of stuffing, stuff yourself with turkey or ham and processed foods, guess what? You're going to be a lard ass come New Year's. There's a news shock for you. Who writes these headlines? Eat healthier food over the holidays if you don't want weight gain. No shit. But try to get people to do that. See how many vegan options there are at your holiday table, even your holiday table. You know, how many vegan options are going to be? Because there's vegan ham, there's vegan turkey, there's vegan seafood. Ain't no reason to be eating no meat, but you're going to. Ain't no reason to have any dairy. There's vegan butter. There's vegan milk. There's vegan cream. There's vegan things for desserts. You can make pie. I'm baking cookies. You going to have all that? Hell no. Tell him you got to counsel the children. We must counsel a seven-year-old about obesity. Why? Because he suddenly forgot that he was fat. So you're going to fat shame the kid? Is that what you're going to do? Because unless you're going to go to the grocery store with mom and dad, unless you're going to change what they can get in the school cafeteria, you ain't going to do shit but make the kid feel bad. Lord. Speaking of feeling bad, I... I know it's beyond the reach of Republicans to feel embarrassed, but they really should this morning. They passed over the last couple of days a resolution in the House to open an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. But here's the problem. And the world press on France 24 and Sky News and NHK, when they report it, their headline is U.S. Congress opens impeachment inquiry in spite of no evidence. There is zero evidence. They have been searching and searching and searching. Zero evidence that Joe Biden has done anything wrong. Zero. Zero zip, nada. And God knows they've been looking. Now, Trump, his crimes, 92 felonies. And he might skate. The Supreme Court might let him skate. And many of the other protesters. It might let all the January 6th protesters skate with one ruling that says, oh, no, the the crime of interfering with a uh, government proceeding, they, they didn't do that because the statute says this, this, and this, and, and they didn't do any of that, so they didn't interfere. So you storm the, the Capitol, you make them flee, you stop the proceedings, but you didn't interfere with those proceedings. Yeah, Trump may skate. Yep, the, the January 6th trial might not even happen. It's been put on hold. And Meanwhile, we're, they're going after Joe Biden. For what? They don't know. 
They don't know. They can we well, I think the American people want to know. Oh, and they they subpoenaed Hunter Biden and he didn't show up and they're outraged. Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan stood at a news conference saying when Congress subpoenas you, you should go. He defied subpoenas. He didn't go. But there he is, standing there telling everyone else they should go. Hypocrite much, Jim Jordan? Spelt G-Y-M. Good Lord in heaven. Now they want to impeach him. They all voted against impeaching Donald Trump when his crimes were in evidence. So much so that now he's up for 92 felonies. But no, no, they didn't want to impeach him, but they want to impeach Biden. Talk about pandering to your base, right, Miss Ember? Talk about just pandering to your base. These people know every time I think they've gone too low, they go lower. I mean, they're not the bottom of the barrel. They're under the barrel, okay? They're that moldy soot under the barrel. They're not the bottom of the barrel. The bottom of the barrel is too high for them. They are the stuff under the barrel. I mean, these people, and they have no shame. They, they just have no shame whatsoever. Just none. We must go after Hunter Biden for what? Doing crimes y'all do on a daily basis? Tax evasion? Oh, yeah, yeah. We He lied to the IRS. So does every seated member of Congress and the Senate. And we know Donald Trump did. We know he's guilty of fraud. In New York, the judge already said he's guilty of fraud. The whole trial was just to see how much. Good Lord, see what's happening right before Christmas. It ain't but 10 days away from Christmas, and we got all this chicanery and tomfoolery going on. Sweet baby Jesus. Sweet baby Jesus would not approve. I'm telling you right now, if that fictional child existed, it would not approve. (laughs) Oh, I was thinking the little drummer boy the other day, and I substituted the lyrics, you know. The fictitious little baby Jesus. <laughs> oh, born in a manger. Mm-hmm. In other words, an immigrant, an illegal, stuffed in a barn. Nowadays, they'd arrest him, send him to the border, put him in a cage. Good Lord. Oh, and what, what other outrage did I hear this morning? Oh, yesterday I heard that Benjamin Netanyahu said the war in Gaza is going to go on for months. Well, then, withdraw our money. Do you hear me? Take away our cash. I ain't going to pay for his tomfoolery for months. You're killing kids. You know what? Good Lord. Well, Ukraine's now entering, what, its second year? I mean, truly. The Ukraine war is lasting longer than most people's social media career. I mean, it's like it's in its second year now. $100 billion spent or $2,500 for every Ukrainian. Just bring them here. Give them Montana. There are only 4.9 million of them in in Ukraine. Bring them here. Weather's nicer. You know? Jesus Christ. And meanwhile, we got things being held up in the Congress because they don't want to fund things until Joe Biden makes some draconian uh, immigration law. You know, unless unless we are allowed to, you know, string up illegals and hit them like pinatas, then we're not going to vote. These people, you know, for Christmas, if there were a Santa Claus, he would bury the GOP in lumps of coal. That's that's what he would do. 
<laughs> he would he would dump lumps of coal upon every one of them because they're that bad. But no, we got to put up with them over the holidays. Meanwhile, we got a task force telling fat kids, we're going to counsel you about your fat. I was counseled my whole life about my fat. It took me finally realizing I was going to die. All right, well, I went to the movies again right here in my home, screener season. I saw Jules uh, and I saw The Royal Hotel. Should you see either of those films? I'm going to tell you when I come back. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go take the cookies out of the oven in the break because the Bravo beep it at me saying, come get your cookies. I wish they were mine. I'm giving them away. Well, <laughs> most If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. Oh, holy night. That Tennessee any 40s on the brain and Burl Ives. Oh, Burl Ives. Frosty the Snowman. Burl Ives. Burl Ives always gave me the creeps, though. I really, he was a kind and gentle man, and his voice was fabulous, and he's, he's the voice of all the Christmas specials, but I always thought he had a basement full of boys. I don't know why I thought that. I just did. I just, I'm sorry, I just did. So I saw some movies. You know that it's screener season, so we're going to be doing the screen time segment here on the show. I saw some movies, and the first one was so heartwarming. My heart was warmed. I was warmed all over. It was called Jules, J-U-L-E-S. It stars Ben Kingsley and Jane Curtin. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's more of a movie about dignity and aging than it is aliens. Uh, but Ben Kingsley has an alien land in his backyard. Uh, they name him Jules. Uh, the alien never speaks to the whole movie, uh, but it's really quite good. Uh, and I hope that you watch it and like it. The second that I saw was, and I think I talked about Jules on the show earlier uh, on Wednesday, because I mentioned the thing with the cats and how that was weird. Uh, but you should see it. Uh, and then The Royal Hotel. Okay, so I watched this. It's Julia Garner from Ozark. Uh, and that was... Uh, well, did I review these on Wednesday? So I have to start keeping track because there's so many. I'm getting lost. I have piles of screeners and I'm getting lost as to which ones I talk about. I think I might have already talked about it because I remember, maybe I didn't, but it's about these. Oh, well, if we did, we'll do it again in case you missed it. Uh, two girls, Julia Gardner and her best friend, they're doing a work study or a, a study travel program, not study, a work travel program across Australia. And they end up in the outback in a small mining town with only men. What could go wrong? Uh, and they bartend. What could go wrong? A place with only men and they bartend. Uh, it's kind of Thelma and Louise without, you know, without the great story. Uh, and did I like it? Mm, it was okay. It was just okay. It wasn't like brilliant like Thelma and Louise. But it was just 
okay. It was an okay movie. Now, a lot of you have not yet watched Oppenheimer for the same reason I haven't. Three hours of my life. But I'm going to watch it over the weekend. And on Monday, I'm going to be giving you a report on the Oppenheimer, okay? And see if you, if you should invest the three hours. I know. Let me invest it so maybe you don't have to. Although I hear it's brilliant. I hear it is brilliant. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. You know, it's a touchy subject for me, the atom bomb. We shouldn't have created it. You see, there's been so many things throughout history that we should not have done. And then they make movies about how we probably shouldn't have done it. But we did it anyway, and this was the outcome. Someday they're going to make movies about AI and how we should not have let that genie get out of the bottle, but we did. You know, someone said, oh, I want to get, I want to, I think it was Heath. He said, I want to do something with Al Capone. Maybe I should, you know, I said, we should hire an actor. He said, well, how could he do the voice? I said, AI could do the voice. He's like, really? I'm like, really? You could type into AI. What would it sound like if Al Capone read this and then it would, it would just read it? Pretty soon you'll be able to type in Al Capone saying this and it would generate the video. That's what sag after is all upset about. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, you, you know, you can use AI to your, to your advantage. Uh, what movies? So we're going to do Oppenheimer. We're going to do what else we're going to see for Monday. I don't know. You'll have to tune in Monday and see what I saw. Uh, so you can then see if you should see it. See what I saw to see if you should see it. I'm still stuck on the fat kids. You have no idea how being a fat kid can scar you for life. I'm insecure about my body to this day. Oh, I would not get undressed. Oh, I would not get undressed in school. Oh, hell to the no. So as you're feeding little Jimmy and Timmy and Susie and Barry or whoever you got running around on this holiday season, as you're giving them the candy and the cookies and the pies and the meat and the dairy and all that, just know that if they're fat, their life is going to be hell. Because even though most of us are fat, and we are, 80% of America is obese, even though most of us are fat, we still idolize the skinny. We still want to be skinny. We still sell clothes like we all skinny. We still have airline seats like we're all skinny. The world is made for skinny people, but we ain't skinny. And so there's this love-hate relationship we have with ourselves. And kids have it too. Oh, I had it. I had it. I, when I was an early gay, ages 18 to like 25, my self-esteem was so low. Oh, it was so low. And my self-esteem was low because in the gay community, all the guys were either gorgeous or bears. And I didn't want to be no bear. I'm not down on you bears. God bless you bears. But I just didn't want to be labeled a bear. I didn't. To me, that didn't sound like an attractive thing. I mean, who wants to fuck a bear? I mean, you run from bears. You know, I don't know why gay men decided that fat men with beards should be called bears. You run from bears. You, sp you, you spray bear spray in their face. I have never once been out in the wild and seen a bear and thought I'd fuck it. Never. So why gay men call fat, hairy, bearded gay men bears? And then the little guys that love them are the cubs. Now, cubs I've wanted to cuddle with. Never want to fuck, but... And I mean the, the real ones, not the gay ones. Andrew was considered a cub, and I really wanted to have sex with him all the time. But you know what I mean? I never understood that. And in the gay community now, they even, because the gay community realized that gay men got fatter and fatter and fatter, so now they got things like Club Chub. Club Chub, where they show this enormous 500-pound person floating in a pool saying, accept yourself, accept your body, accept who you are. No! 
If you're 500 pounds, the last thing you should do is accept yourself. You should take yourself to a treatment center. Check yourself in. That's what you should be doing. So, yeah, being fat, oh, my self-esteem. Right down the old clinker. Now, I have something that I'm not going to share with you. And I share everything with you. And it's hysterical. And I want to share it with you. But you all will think less of me. <laughs> I mean, it's the last thing of the show. Uh, but, you know, maybe I'll tell the patrons. because No, because it's, it's about sex. Do people talk about sex anymore? <laughs> Do they even have it? Because uh, we were talking about bears and being fat and low body self-esteem and all that. And I think that's what's prevented me still from being, I'm not very sexually active. I mean, I go years in between. And about a year ago, a worker on site came on to me. His name was Dante. He was a worker here. And he came up to check to see if my tree was encroaching on my patio. And let's just say he used the bathroom and came out without any pants. I knew what he wanted. So I did it. And then he left. I never saw him again until yesterday. He knocked on my door and said I changed his life and that he's lived so much better and happier. So, you know, get one from me and it changes your life. I am Carell. Be who you want to be. Slum doesn't hurt anybody. I guess I didn't hurt him, did I? I rocked his world. I changed his world. He said, oh, I'm more open and free now. And I thought, all that from one, you know. <laughs> Damn, I'm good. With self-esteem hey, it's Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really That's youtube.com forward slash really for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really That's patreon.com forward slash really My website is really and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be, so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.